0: Your attitude is your life. And that is the quote of the day. to the quote of the day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon of SeanCroxon.com. Happy Monday to you. Yes, the week has just begun. We're going to kick it off right with our featured speaker, Keith Harrell. He's talking about having the yes, I can attitude. He's talking about being optimistic, being enthusiastic. He's talking about the fact that it's Monday and we're four days from Friday, but we have a choice whether to embrace the week and say, yes, I can do this or to not and say, oh my God, I can't wait until it's Friday and so this is a fantastic talk it's from secrets of super achievers the same program that uh, last week's uh, Jim Valvano talk was from and uh, I hope you enjoy it here's Keith
1: I reflected back on my life when I realized I said Keith when did you really embrace this yes I can attitude the year was 1960 it was my first day of kindergarten who's trying to figure out how old I am I remember my mom coming in the room she said honey it's time get up it's time I jumped up the first thing I noticed My mom had my school clothes all laid out. My mom laid out a pair of jeans and a pair of corduroys. I didn't realize it then, but my mom was teaching me a yes-I-can attitude. She was giving me a choice. I couldn't make my mind up, so I put them both on. (laughs) You ever try to walk with two pair of pants? I could barely move. My mom came back in the room, and she said, Honey, you got to make a decision, but Mommy's going to leave it up to you. As a five-year-old little boy, I put on the corduroys. Why? Because I thought I looked cute. And you know what I loved about them is when I used to walk, they'd kind of they'd talk. Swish, 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 swish. And when I went to work backwards, when I walked backwards, I'd kind of double-swish. Swish, 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 swish. How many people used to wear corduroys? How many people still wearing those corduroys every now and then? If you can visualize a five-year-old boy swishing out to his mom's car. I was in the back seat. I was just jumping up and down. My mom got in the driver's seat. She turned around. She didn't say a word. She just gave me a big old hug. That's the first moment in my life I realized it's okay to get excited. I had a date last week, and I haven't had one in a long time. And I picked her up; and I was just so excited. I got in the back seat and started jumping up and down. <laughs> Maybe that's why the date didn't go too good. <laughs> I remember my mom driving the car up on Stevens Elementary School. How many mom and dads we have in the room? I believe it's all about family. I saw my school for the first time. I thought it was the biggest building in the world. I said, "Mom, mom, is that my school?" We must have walked up 67 flights of stairs to finally get to room 106. I still can't figure that one out. I remember going up to the other boys and girls. I remember my name. I was right in the first row with the little tin card with my name on the front and back. I remember my mom waving goodbye. She even blew me a kiss. Pretty powerful computer, wouldn't you say? You know, I'll never forget Miss Peterson, my kindergarten teacher. I don't believe anybody in that classroom could ever forget her. The very first thing she said was, good morning, you're the best you're special. I'm honored to be your teacher. Boys and girls, I'm going to go around the room. I'm going to have each and every one of you stand. And when you do, I want you to stand tall because today I want you to say your name as loud as you can because I want you to never forget you're somebody. Her eyes went around that room several times. Her eyes finally locked into mine and with a big old smile. She said, would you go first for Mrs. Peterson? Come on, you can do it. Stand up. You can do it. I jumped up. I turned around. And I'll never forget Nancy, the girl in the back of the room with the pigtails. She jumped up and said, he can't talk. He stutters. He's having difficulty, Miss Peterson. He needs some help. (laughs) I remember the little boy next to me, his name was Billy. He looked up and said, you're too tall. You're in the wrong room. I'd go home if I were you. (laughs) I sat down almost as fast as I stood up, and there's only two things I wanted at that moment. One was my mom. The other thing I wanted... I just wanted to go home. You see, my voice kept repeating, you're too tall, you can't talk, you shouldn't be here. You see, in kindergarten, I learned about rejection, I learned about failure, I learned about people not liking me. But let me tell you what I also learned. I learned a yes-I-can attitude in kindergarten. I learned about love, I learned about family, I learned about persistence, I learned about patience. I learned about God. You see, I ran home, we lived about two miles away, and I believe it's the fastest I've ever run in my life. Running up on the porch, my mom was coming out of the house. I ran right into her arms, and if I close my eyes right now, I bet you I can still feel my mom's tight bear hug. And I remember saying to my mom, Mama, I'm too tall, Mama, I can't talk. I I, I can't go to school. And my mom just kind of squeezed me. And she said, Honey, Mommy knows how you feel. Honey, this is a challenge, and we're going to work hard, but Mommy wants you to know something. Mommy's proud of you because you tried. I'm going to tell you this right now. I went to speech for 13 years of my life. I learned a yes I can attitude in kindergarten. In the sixth grade, I was six foot two, and that wasn't the problem. The problem is only weighed sixty two pounds. Teacher used to take roll. I'd stand up if I turned at an angle. She'd mark me absent. I mean, on a windy day, I couldn't walk home by myself. I had to hang on to somebody. I mean, the first time I took a shower, I had to jump around just to get wet. What I'm simply trying to say, I don't know if you happen to be in my kindergarten classroom, but I'm gonna believe I'm gonna finish something I couldn't finish then. My name is Keith Douglas Harold. I'm honored to be in your presence. I believe it takes a lot of work to get to where you are. It takes a lot of special people to get to where you are. I want you to give thanks. I'm giving thanks. Give yourself a round of applause. I'm giving thanks. if i can stand on this platform today with a microphone and speak to thousands of people you can come back here next year and next year and next year you can get through anything if you surround yourself with the right kind of people develop your dream team you stay focused and you walk by faith not by sight i can tell you this one thing i want to do before i go i want to generate some enthusiasm oh this audience is super fantastic but i want to generate some excitement i'm gonna put the room up right here this whole side Versus this old side. When I drop my hands, I want you to stand up and clap for your family. I want you to stand up and clap for the work that you've accomplished. And I want you to stand and clap for the fact that you're going to make this year your best year ever. When I drop my hands, I want five seconds. You watch them. You're going next. Are you ready? Tell you what, I'm going to take this group first. I'm going to take this group first. When I drop my hands, I want you to let it go. Are you ready? Five seconds, five seconds. Ready? Go. Come on with it. Come on with it. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. We're gonna take the best and make it better now. I save the best for last. I can feel some negative vibes. I can feel some people going, they got more people. They may have more people, but one thing they don't have is they don't have your family, they don't have who you are, and they don't have your greatness. When I ask, are you ready? shout out yes. Are you ready? Yeah. I got some people over here going, I think they won. Yeah. Five seconds. Ready, ready, ready? Go come on with it. Come on with it, come on with it, come on with it, come on with it. i got some people over here going, give me another chance. (laughs) Enthusiasm, where does it come from? It comes from a Greek word. It means God or spirit within. If that was the contest, who won? We all won. Because somebody over here looked over here and said, there's Harry making a fool of himself. I guess I'll go for it. Final thing I'm going to leave you with is don't use average words if you want to touch the lives of people. Average words don't move people. Good morning. Morning. How you doing? I'm doing. Is it payday? <laughs> I met a guy on the plane. I said, how you doing? Great. I said, you better hurry up and tell your face. <laughs> on the count of three, ask me how I'm doing. I'm going to give you several attitude level two responses, and these are one words, two words you can't fake, and then I'm going to give you the level one response, and I want you to try this for 21 days. I tell you what, somebody said it takes 21 days to form a habit. I'm going to throw that out. You try it for 40 days and 40 nights and you expect a miracle. One, two, three, ask me how I'm feeling. One, two, three. Outstanding. One, two, three. Tremendous. One, two, three. Awesome. One, two, three. Brand new. I met a woman in the airport, 72 years young. She walked by. How you doing, ma'am? Brand new. What? She said, every day I wake up is a brand new day for me and a brand new day for you. Take care. I got to go. (laughs) Bye-bye. It's been two years. I'm still talking about her. When you really get good, take it down to a tune-up level one. Here's where I want you to start. One, two, three. It's incredible. thought I was having a good day yesterday, but you better watch out for me today. I'm here to make a difference. You take care. Bye-bye. One, two, three. As good as any and better than many. Hope to see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. One, two, three. If I was a dog, I'd be wagging my tail. You take care now. Bye-bye. One, two, three. Super fantastic. That's my favorite. I took it to IBM 12 years ago. I made a commitment to myself. I said, for 21 days, you're gonna walk in here and say it even when you don't feel it. After two weeks, people start coming by my office just to see if I'd say anything else. One day my car broke down, middle of a snowstorm. Had to get towed in. Overheard this big old guy outside my office. I heard his car broke down. I'm gonna go in there and see if he's super fantastic today. <laughs> How do you feel? Super fantastic. He's still doing good, everybody. How many of you got voicemail? You want to determine how positive you are? Check your voicemail. I'm away from the office, hit zero pound, you might get lucky. (laughs) Well, my voicemail, I put super fantastic on the whole voicemail. Started averaging three calls a week from people all over the world. I went home and told my grandmother, I said, Grandma, isn't it funny? She said, grandson, no it's not. People are calling you looking for hope. People call you looking for hope. My last day at IBM, I picked up the phone at 4.30. Hello, it's a super fantastic day here. Thanks for making my day super fantastic. How can I make you a super fantastic guy on the other end goes, hang up and call him for your voicemail. (laughs) So before I go, I'm going to ask you how you feel. And even if you don't feel it, the magic of the word triumph is in the first syllable. I'm going to ask you to try. One, two, three. How do you feel? Okay, everybody wasn't ready. Let's try it one more time. One, two, three. How do you feel? When you say super, what happens to your face? It forces you to do what you ought to do every day God wakes you up. When you say fantastic, it takes an inside discipline. Well, I believe one of the main reasons why you're here, it all started on the inside. So in summary, and final conclusion, allow me to review a couple of things I talked about. I talked about having a positive attitude as opposed to a negative one. The greatest gift you have is the power to choose. I talked about the transmission of attitudes. 70% of our attitude is nonverbal. The number one impact you can have on somebody is a smile. I talked about the loudest voice you hear is your own. Convert negative self-talk to positive self-talk. And I talked about enthusiasm. It comes from a Greek word. It means God or spirit within. So in closing, allow me to provide a personal challenge that if adopted, it's 100% guaranteed to net you a richer, happier, more productive life. From the optimist creed, we should promise ourselves to be so strong that nothing could disturb our peace of mind. We should talk health, happiness, and prosperity to every person we meet. We should make all of our friends feel that they've got something in them. We should look at the sunny side of everything and make our optimism come true. We should think only of the best, work only for the best, and expect only the best. We should be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as we are about our own, we should forget the mistakes of our past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. We should wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature we meet a smile. We should give so much time to the improvement of ourselves. we got no time to criticize others. We should be too large for worry, too noble for anger, and too strong for fear, and too happy to permit the presence of trouble. You see, my attitude is my life. Oh, I thank God for giving me a wonderful opportunity to remind you. You're the best in the world. Your attitude is your life. Repeat it to me, yes, I can. Repeat it to me, yes, I can. Repeat it to me, yes, I can. Have a super fantastic day. God bless you and thank you very much.
0: All right, that was Keith Harrell encouraging you to make it a brand new day, to make it a super fantastic day. That clip comes from Secrets of Super Achievers, available on the Nightingale Conant website, as well as on the Nightingale Conant Insiders app. I will see you tomorrow with a brand new episode of the Quote of the Day. I will see you then, peace.